I know, I know, it's simply taboo. Dick calls. <laughs> We're talking dick calls. Bunch of calls of dicks in this Twilight Zone run. Yes, this is our phone call night. Is the best way the to describe it. Trilogy of phone calls. <laughs> Trilogy of phone calls. Next week, I don't know what the fuck those three have in common. I have to look. I think monsters. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, monsters. Ooh, exciting. Chameleon, the fear, Shatterday. Shatterday. He shattered his pants. <laughs> yes. And it. then his brain shattered itself. Oh, poor Bruce Willis. Oh, poor, poor Bruce Willis. I shattered oh. my brain. Reindeer, don't you pizza. I was watching Hudson Hawk the other day for about 35 minutes. Just kind of cruising with it. It's an entirely movie. watchable movie. It is. It's really watchable. It's it's goofy and fun, and people take it a little too seriously. It's it's not the, it's not supposed to be. Well, if you, if you remove the, how charming his and Daniello's relationship is, the movie would suck. Yeah, it would. Yeah, you're right. But the the two of them are so fun to watch. Yeah, singing their Sinatra songs and I, I better make the <laughs> hole a little bigger. Oh, don't worry, Bonehead. I'm wearing my girdle. <laughs> like Daniello is fucking great. He is. Rest in, rest in power. Yeah. God, every time you say that, I forget he exists. <laughs> rest in power. So dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's do a theme song, Dickery. Um, oh, this one. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm amazed you haven't deleted that off there yet. Oh, well, you can have it somewhere else. <laughs> That's true. I can just add it whenever I want, but... Um, we haven't heard Chris Serling in a while. Oh, yeah, there you go. From SCTV. Yeah, good. Hi, I'm Chris Serling. My dad, Rod Serling, created the Mortal series, The Twilight Zone. When you go back and examine some of those old shows, you'll discover the ideas, in them, well, could actually be expressed in about 30 seconds. That's why tonight... I'm so proud to present. Ordering in Wonderland. Until next time, this is Chris Serling. Norman Blaine, whose greatest fear is that if he were to vanish from the earth tomorrow, no one would notice, or mourn, or question. And whose greatest sadness is the realization that he is probably right. Oh, that's it. Uh, hello, oh, that's, that's, citizens. That's horribly depressing, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to LAW, the Twilight Zone Review. Episode, what is it, 450? It's on here somewhere. Uh, 452? Two. Let's go with that. Uh, TZ85309, so. the call. Phoenix West, out of breath. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Sick. He's a loser, and he needs to die. It's that one episode where Rod Serling is just, because the episode was a little boring, and he, yeah. he uh, what was that? Little people, or not? Not that the other one where he finds the telephone poles, and he's just like, "Keep marching, you sack of shit! You're not gonna find anything because you're shit." He's just berating him the entire episode. Wow. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just silent. Because he's just a guy walking through the desert. It's him talking to Jack Laird in the future. <laughs> it's so funny. You like, fucking dipshit asshole. Rod is just berating the man for no reason. What? What? What am I here? It's fucking ponderous. I don't even look at you. So this is, I think, I would file this under cutesy episode. 
Charming. Charming. Kitsy, I, I yeah. hated it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a sweet episode. But I, it reminded me of the reversal of the Night Gallery episode where the, where the guy jumps into the painting and ends up being that awful, uh, like, awful hell painting because he's a Nazi and he wants to escape into the painting because he keeps thinking he's going to that, that serene painting. Did we watch that? The painting. Yes, from the movie. Oh, it was in the, the movie. Night, no, night, night gallery movie. It's it's a night gallery episode. It's the it's the pilot. It's the it's the last story in the in the in the trilogy of stories they did in the original pilot. The escape route. Maybe we didn't do that one. Well, I mean, I've seen it. I'm just saying it's it's based. On, it's Idyllic painting gives a Nazi war crime. Okay, I was like, why yeah, don't yeah. I recognize this at all? Because we haven't done. Oh it no, yet. yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty decent <clears> episode. Yeah, it's actually one of the better night gallery episodes. You're just like, oh shit. And then you realize, oh my god, I, I've watched 87% of Night Gallery and it sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Spielberg did that specific part, but... No, well, ah. Spielberg did the... Uh, he did the... Um, Symmetry? The blind woman. Or eyes. He did, the, he did the, eyes. Uh, Joe, Joe Crawford. Yeah. yeah, that's what he did. He did that one. That's what he did. Yeah. Oh. So let's look at... Let's look at that episode. So who did that one? It's basically, it's oh, maybe Boris Seagal. Was it? Barry Shear, Steven Spielberg, and Boris Seagal. I don't know wow, what order. order okay. but let's take a look. No, good, Boris good, did good. the cemetery. Cemetery, the one I fucking hate. Okay. Oh, you don't like that one. Um, Barry Shear did Escape I... Route. Barry Shear okay. is known for dying in 1979, a decade after wow. that episode. Wow. He did not. He just was ready to go. He's directed movies I heard of. I know. He did a 1980s Power TV movie. Never mind. Rest in power. Uh, Wild in the Streets, uh, the name of the yeah. game, the TV series. Wow. He directed. Never mind. I take that back. They all sound like something I've heard of, he but I've never. Thing. I'm guessing this is a this is about Harlem because it's called Across the 110th Street, and I know it's about Harlem because of that one song. It's true. Up past the 110th Street. Street. It's the Chick Um Chick The Call. The Call. You're right. It's a sweet episode starring William Sanderson, who you recognize from things, but you can't quite place where you knew him from. Blade Runner. Blade Runner's most people's. That's but, the big one. That's the big one. But like beyond that, I was looking through his IMDb, and I'm like, I recognize him from a... I could have sworn I recognized him from a Clint Eastwood movie. And I'm like, nope. Not a single one. Went through his nope. entire IMDb hey, twice. Jeffrey, you're thinking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jones. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't, but I recognize him from stuff. Like definitely, I know yeah, who the guy he shows is. Up. Yeah. But it just is couldn't... he dead? Is he still with us, or is he no longer? I'm pretty with sure us? he's still alive. Let's look it up. He's still alive. Let's look him up. He is still alive. Born in '44, hey. and he looks All good. Right. Like I don't know when this picture's taken. Oh, he was in Deadwood. He's I, on Deadwood. I've never he's seen great. Deadwood. Oh, he's he's fucking brilliant on Deadwood. But look at him. He looks good. He's he's hilarious on Deadwood. Yeah, he's great on Deadwood. Yeah, no, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, Deadwood. He's awesome on Deadwood. Yeah. That's a good show to watch. Known from Even Last Man kind of... Standing. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. It's just like. Uh, he works. Yeah. Yeah. He's got 136 things. So the man, he's on Lost, one episode. Oh, there you go. But, um, yeah, the guy, the guy goddamn works. He also kind of reminds me of a more handsome version of that guy from Scrooge who freezes to death. Yes. He's always reminded me of him. Yeah. Also a guy, I do not know his name. 
but they're both in a ton of stuff. I think I think that guy's dead in real life. He's dead. Yeah, he just yeah. died not too long ago. He's in Scrooge. He's in uh, uh, um, Bonnie and Clyde. He's in guy he shows up in random movies. Michael He's Pollard. Yes, yes, yes. He died in 2019. Yep. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. Tango and Cash. Anytime there's a and okay. between two names, he's there. Yeah. Roxanne. Tango and <clears throat> House of a Thousand Corpses, unfortunately. That's right. One yes, of the yes, last yes. things he did. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. oh, I got to get the fuck out of here and died. Oh, well, oh my God. That it, movie. Oh, my God, Dick. I'm not kidding, apparently, because he's in Danny and Max. He's in, he's in not, not the one you're going to think of, but Jack and Jill. Wow. I want to I go through this guy's entire catalog now to see how many he does like this. He's he's in, if there's an end in the title, I want it. Good. I, I, I forgot he's in Tales from the Crypt, Came the Dawn. We watched that one. Oh, sure. Um, he's in Ray Bradbury Theater. Oh, every actor from the 80s is in Ray Bradbury Theater. Tango and Cash. Next of Kin. That's right. Yeah. Swayze movie um, that I've only been able to see in theater or on hotels. It's always on TV in a hotel room, but that's all I could ever find it on. You never find normal television. Oh, I found another one. Uh, two more. He's in Leo and Liz. Jesus. He's in Simon and Simon. Wow. He's in Melvin and Howard. Jesus. I wish I was making this up. Oh my God! Little Fuss and Big Halsey. Is he in Amos and Andrew? Um, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see when we get there. This is insane. I've never been so enthralled by someone's IMDb before. Wow. Please don't tell me the magic ends here. Oh, the doctors and the nurses. We'll, we'll count that one. I'll do it. Um, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Okay. Oh, okay. Found one more, one of his first roles. Not his first, but same year. So who knows? The major and the minor. So he could have started with that. And he just like, I got to do that from now on. I will not take a part in it's not in a movie with the word and in it. That is insane. That's got to be a choice, right? I guess it's just consequence. I don't know. <laughs> Does that it's happen on accident? I, I don't know. It's, was Scrooge originally called like Scrooge and Scroogeless? And he's like, got to do it. Scrooge and the Scrooge. <laughs> but he has the saddest parts of Scrooge. He does. He's not the funny Brutals. Part. Anyway, we're not talking about that guy or that movie. Should be taken care of. Should be <clears> taken care of you. We're talking about a guy who reminds me of that guy. Uh, you would have been a better color. This one is a lonely guy who apparently Robin Ward says he's he's right. People are going to forget him. Yes. So he's listening to like one of those infomercials late at night and fiercely masturbating. And he hears a number and he writes it down wrong and calls the wrong number. Uh, what was the phone? It was always for a, like a record collection. This yeah, one of a kind. Yeah, composers. Not available in stores. E, call five, 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 four. Okay, I'm going to share this because it's you see that he writes the wrong goddamn number. Yes, he does. Four, two, two, one. You idiot. You dildo. Calls. Here's a woman's voice. Uh, they have phone sex all night. And... Yeah. Then he goes to work and talks all about it, and the guy's super creepy. He gives the creepiest advice. This guy. What? 
you know, I got five kids at home. I want quiet here. Eat her panties. That'll, that'll say shit, yeah. What? <laughs> I looked like that chubby guy is in every 80s movie. You know, Pee- Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the bad guy. I'm, a, I'm that guy. I'm oh, that guy, I'm yeah. that look. Oh, man. I'd really like to meet her. I just don't know. Look, uh, Norman, a year and two months, you and I have been sharing this office. For a year and two months, I've been able to come in here and and sit at my desk and pretend that I'm all alone. Because from your side of the room came a blissful silence. I mean, I, I really like silence. How, what a dick. Like, he finally breaks the silence for once and he stomps on him. Like, like well, it must why, be important if he finally is talking. That's why he turns into a bronze statue at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would give a shit. And he's right. He's right. Dinner, ice cream, a trip to the zoo. I would really like to have. I want to get to this. Does he give the creepy advice? Yeah, he does later, right? Isn't this when he? Yeah, right here. Have I got it surrounded here? Yes. Okay. Well, you've you've heard of reverse listing. Okay, this is where it gets real creepy. This guy is practiced. Nobody comes up with this on the top, the top of their head. You phone the operator, you tell her you've got this number, you think it's the right one, you know, you say it's an emergency or something, and you get the operator to tell you the address that goes with that number. And once you've got the address, you <clears> cruise <throat> by and you just run into her by accident. And you stab her a couple times and throw her in the back of your van. It's easy peasy. Statue make sure is you, easy. Make sure, make sure you have a, 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 a band and make sure you have a broken arm so she thinks <laughs> yeah. you're weak. And then have a couch. Yeah. Get a van and put a couch in it and you can get her easily. Talk about your dog and how you need to get home to your dog or you're taking care of it or your sick Marshall. mother. You need some sympathy factor. You won't know what pain is. Okay. After that, you're on your own. All right. You know, Unless you need help getting her in the back of the van. With the whole rape thing, you know, it's on your own. You know what? Borrow the kit in the back of my car, okay? Uh, I'll give you $100 if you watch. Just make sure you scrub it for fingerprints and, and uh, DNA after. That's all I ask. You know my policy. It's written on the wall here. Oh, I got I got thrown into that stupid rabbit hole watching true crime videos on YouTube the other day. Oh yeah. What a fucking depressing state what of a world you get into. So awful. I've been all like, week. Oh my god. All week during work, I was doing something similar, but it, mine was more irritating. Like blood pressure boiling was the police videos where they're pulling people over. Oh, sure. And it's just yeah. cops like. And it's both both videos where the person's just right. being a horrible asshole, or it's right. the cop being the horrible asshole, yeah. and it's like yeah. both of them piss me off, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Ah! But what did you learn from your crime videos? Oh God! <laughs> Don't trust men. Shit. No, just just fucking. Some of these were just like you saw it coming, and nobody did anything about it. Oh, this like, is the a sad one. Was these these some were YouTubers? <clears throat> They've been like YouTuber kids. They're all like 24 to 20. That's, the, that's how old they were when they made their murders happen. And you're just like, Ugh. and they're so pathetic and awful. And they have like, they even apologize though for doing the crimes. They got like, I'm sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. You know, my, my sister, my brother, I, I don't want to disappoint you. I didn't mean to do this, but it's done. And I'm going to probably 
Yeah, that's all I can say. And it's just like he said after he bludgeoned four people to death yeah. in, a, in a house and stayed in there for like three days and like he stunk. He like he was already stinking. His kid didn't have good hygiene to begin with, and he murders. He was four a teenager, people, of course. And he st- and, and but he wears the same outfit, so he's covered in the blood and the visceral of like bashing people's brains in. So it's just gross. He must have stunk like a fucking shit out of a dead skunk's asshole. Like he just was disgusting, and people didn't question it. They're just like, yeah, he seemed like a nice kid. He stunk. He just had a really bad odor. He smelled like he four polite. dead bodies that he's sharing close proximity <laughs> with. It was much. weird. Oh god! It was like so, you could it was just like, definitely oh. smell four distinct dead body smells. But well, you know, was, you, what can I do? You know. And it was all because like he <clears throat> he he flew took a plane. He was from California. They were in Virginia. And he met this girl online, and he flew the airplane. Not he was on a plane going to Virginia, and he met her for the first time. But he talked online for like a year or two. So once he gets off the plane, she sees him. She's like, ew. Yeah, gross. I don't like this. And then she just totally berates him. And well, should kept her mouth shut. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. She should have known right away. Yeah, I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't push this guy over the limit. He's already kind of unstable, and this is just going to push him way over the limit. Now you need to go. Yeah, let me. Uh, and then duck the fuck out. So you have a ride back to the airport, right? All right, I'll see you later. She's, nice to meet you. How long are you staying again? Uh, uh, like 20 minutes, right? We we shouldn't even leave the airport. No, the worst part was they went to a concert that was 10 hours away. So they were in a car for 10 hours. And she's just... Which that, that, that didn't make any sense to me. That didn't make any sense because 10 hours there and 10 hours, that's 20 hours. That's a whole day. That's, I don't see that happening. Not, not in America. Why didn't he just fly maybe, there? Maybe in Canada. Yeah, maybe in Canada, not in America. No. Because everything's so separate in Canada. Everything's closer in America. We're all condensed in certain spots. Yeah. So why don't you fly to Maine and we'll, then we'll drive halfway to Florida and watch a, yeah, watch a concert? That's not, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think that's what the crime video was mistaken. Let's go to right North now. Carolina and watch, and watch one of our favorite bands while you stay. We're going to go watch uh, uh, Killer Rap or what it was called, some kind of niche rap uh underground rap music stuff i don't know i see like, you smell like pee yeah something like it. that uh, yeah <laughs> and like oh. yeah, they must have went to canada or something to watch the band play 10 hours oh let's go it's so it. quaint yeah. to see the boys in the band of course that's wonderful i wanted to go drive 10 i don't drive 10 hours for nothing i don't give a shit what it is i'm not gonna drive 10 hours for a two-hour concert fuck you it's not happening. The fancy suit store, of course. Oh my god! But anyways, yeah, this guy. Uh, sorry, that rabbit hole gets you sometimes. He calls a could... statue. Yes, he calls an art museum. He traces the call back to an art museum. He goes to the exhibit. It's a. It looks like a statue made out of chocolate, <laughs> melting chocolate. I and, think they uh, took what's left of her body goop after she killed herself and just made a statue out of it. And she had hard nipples, which I noticed right away. I think they made it out of whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> but and she's got nice hard nipples, which is like that's the last why? thing she ever did. Self-ful- oh yeah. Big tell you that. Why is she topless? With a well, she's, she's topless she's, with a shirt on somehow. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing no bra, obviously. And she's very hippy dippy. Yeah. 
No wonder she committed suicide. She has like a Medusa hair. <laughs> like, looks she like does. big snake coils out of her head. So so gross. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Portrait. I never met the woman myself, but. You mind if I slap my dick on that cold bronze for a few minutes? Uh, can you leave the room so I can jerk off furiously and cover that Nothing. mouth with my love juice? <laughs> no. She's like, I Sir? see that you uh, were crying on the stitch. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my oh. gosh. The fugitive. the fugitive all over again. Carl, we got another one. Come on. <laughs> oh, this bitch calls everybody at midnight. You're like, you're like the second guy that's come out here. You fell in love with a statue whore. This happens every time the exhibit comes to town. Every time we forget and bring the telephone back in here, three people jizz on her. Ugh. That's what I almost thought was going to happen, was it was going to be some kind of awful trick on this poor yeah. man. But it, it ends up being a nice love story. Like he, she, she tells him, you know, you can't, you saw me. I know you saw me. I don't want you to call me again. He goes, what, why, why? And like, <clears> he calls her. Then she calls him back. She says, well, come to me right now. And before I change my mind, she runs down there, runs to the uh, exhibit. It, and sits but down while, next to no, her. but while he's out on the stairs, this is where the twist happens. He's in the stairs yeah. of the, of the museum. And this happened. That's fucking crazy. And out of nowhere. I didn't see it coming. It was crazy. Amazing. <laughs> I, I just realized looking at he that, I'm in, like, oh. He turned into Jeremy Sisto, and he, he, he got killed by an angel. He, he an transported the 2002. That was, that was calling him from the art gallery. Yeah. No, but he... Wow. He has a thing, and he's like, I love you. I always want to be with you. I won't leave you. You're right, yeah. And I was waiting for her to come alive. Right, yeah. But it's so much worse what happens. It's kind of disturbing. He, he basically is sucked into her art world and turned into a bronze statue. And would not anybody notice that like the next day? Like, oh, wow. I guess they brought in a new part of the statue that I didn't know ever existed. Yeah. It's, what happens if they separate them? Creepy as shit. Is it, yeah. I bet he's just like frozen like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, I can't breathe in here. You goddamn bitch. I'm going to call people. <laughs> he's calling people. Uh, Get me out of here. Calling his, his rape buddy. I'm trapped inside this, this bronze statue. Help me. His rape buddy's been through everything, so he's like, let me guess. You, you thought you were, she was going to become alive, but you turned into a statue. Yeah, <laughs> Done it a there. thousand times if I did it once. I'll, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right down there. You reversed the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me where you're at. I'll come get you. There's a whole fake out. I don't want to be alone anymore. Stay with me. Is she talking, or is it just a voice he hears now? Yeah, I was like... I wish when they showed him, he had super hard nipples, too. <laughs> Those big pointers. He, he touches his face, and that, that uh, bronze stuff starts <laughs> going up and down his arm. He goes, no! Ah! <laughs> it's like the Matrix. Yeah, it's a horrible nightmare scenario. <laughs> oh, I got I changed my mind! He's, like, trying to get his pants down and put his dick in her mouth before he freezes forever. <laughs> 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 I only got halfway. <laughs> He's just jerking just, off on her chest. Her, her art exhibit, just the tip. An amazing bronze statue. <laughs> we call this the bronze sprayer. I hear magic sound effects in here. What's going on? What the fuck? What the shit? On display, a very special exhibit. 
cast in bronze and loneliness. A tender symmetry of line and form, suggestive of love finally found in the Twilight Zone. In the Twilight Zone. It's very sweet. Very I sweet. I give it a six. It's a six. It's a six. It's, a six. it's got a 6.7 on IMDb. It's a six. That sounds about right. Yeah. Let's get out of here, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. She fucked him over. <laughs> she really did. It's, <laughs> it's sweet, but she could have been a little more specific of what's about to happen. Oh, by the way, you're going to die a horrible death. Yeah, it is, it is going to hurt, sir. You're going to be with me forever in bronze. <laughs> forever oh, in bronze right. would be a better uh, title. Let me ask, do you, do you want hard nipples or no hard nipples? <laughs> hard crotch, like hard nipples. nipples. What, what do you want? What do you need? Because either way, you know. Baby. Packing quite a package. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, let me down Phoenix West. Take care. As long as it is, bye-bye.